0: So here we go, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Kings of Anglia Track the Girls Talk podcast, proudly sponsored by good old John Fowler solicitors. Big up Mark Kennedy as ever for his support. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. We've got our first win of 2023, Blue. How was things? It was a cold Sunday in London. But we've got a very important three points. How's things?
1: All good. Recovered from London, not too far of a trek, which was nice. Uh, makes a change. Um, but it started off, you know what, it actually started off warm because I had all the layers on. Yeah. I was prepared fully. I had leggings under my trackies. I had about five jumpers on and I sat by the pitch. I was like, actually, you know what, this is, this is all right in the warm up. And then suddenly something just switched and it went to like Baltic. Um, and then I had all the coats on me, blankets. Um, but I can't imagine it was fun taking pictures in that. What did you have, fingerless gloves or... Can you can you deal with that
0: or? I'm used to it now because of the the amount of games I do, but you never you never you know, you're never fully prepared because as you said the sun was out the sun was shining yeah. and we thought okay it's not be really too bad but then the sun just disappeared in the second half definitely. But I, I did a rookie move in the first half. I left my gloves on the coach and I was like panicking. I was like where the hell are they? And I was like I couldn't find them. I thought I like, dropped them somewhere like you know pitch size somewhere else. So I was like, I was concerned they could be anywhere. And I thought, oh, I'm not going to have any gloves at all. But then at half time, I went on the coach and I found him. And I was like, God's sake, could have had him the whole game. But um, but no, it was a cold, cold afternoon. But thankfully, the girls got the win. We're going to get right into it. Um, This week, we are guest list blue. Um, sadly, a, a late cancellation. But um, we're all good. Um, just you and me doing a two-pod show. But um, I'm sure we'll, we'll bring the fire, as always. And uh, let's just get into it then, Blue. Let's not muck about. Uh, let's do it. London Bees away, a, a fixture that wasn't in, but then got pencilled in. So um, we did have a game. We were an opportunity to bounce back after the defeat against Pompey. Um, what's, what's your thoughts on in the start of the game? A bright start, a competitive affair. London Bees are a physical side, but uh, we took them to them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think in the first half in particular, um, we definitely dominated um, we created some really good chances, actually. And I, I know we mentioned before, it's it's good to see us create some clear-cut chances. Even though we went in at 0-0 and didn't convert them, it was nice to see the build-up play. And because we were playing on Astro, it helps. It definitely helps our style of play. Um, we like to keep it on the on the floor um, and play nice football and play patterns, which we work on in training throughout the week. Um, so it was really good to see those sort of come into play. Obviously, we had a strategy going into the game, um, so we work we work on that. And then, the, if that's not possible, if the game doesn't present itself or they set up slightly different, we we then adapt. Um, but an enjoyable first half. It just needed. We could have probably had three, I'd say, in the in the first half. It needed that that finish, that final product, which I think we've been talking about quite a lot this season. Um, but going in at half time, I wasn't too concerned because we were creating some really good stuff, and I think we contained London Bees quite well. Um, But I think they've improved a lot since we last played them. A lot. Uh, they were they were a really good side yesterday. Um So yeah, going into half time, pretty pretty happy. Had a few words with the midfielders, sort of uh, bouncing thoughts off each other seeing what it feels like on the pitch because it's very different for me sat on the bench and me telling oh you should be doing this or should be doing that and them actually feeling it and feeling the pressure um but that was all good uh and then second half yeah it it sort of all happened really um I don't know how much we want to go into it but there was a sin bin involved I think the last one was page peak I can't remember who it was against can you remember who it was Mm. against
0: Oh, I'm sure someone who has listened to this podcast will know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I have no idea. So many games, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so Peskett got some bins for people who don't know. Um, yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it do, it's very rare though. It doesn't happen that often. And when it does, I think, does anybody know what to do? Like how, how long, is it 15 minutes, 10 minutes where someone has to go off the pitch? And oh, no. sh- anyone just giving Peskett a coat to keep warm and everything and just be prepared to come back on. But, yeah, it is a weird moment where you just see a player... Yeah, we're 10 men for that many times, but she can come back on the pitch at some point. But, yeah, it's, it's just... It wasn't a great moment, but it's just one of those moments in the game where I think it was just a fiery game because, you know, London Bees, there was a, some great tussles going on yeah. um, and some words being said by both teams. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just that one moment, Peskett, yeah, unfortunately, yeah, and got the Simbin.
1: Yeah, I think emotions took over, yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it's only some refs in the league that use it really. Yeah. Um, but it's 10 minutes off. Uh I think it's for dissent uh, or, you know, ha- words with the ref basically, um, to put per- it put it politely. Uh but then sadly in that 10 minutes we went 1-0 down, which I think was probably in the in the grand scheme against the run of play. Um and <laughs> we were all sitting on the bench like, oh, this is this is awkward. Um but I felt for Pesk in that moment because yep. I felt like, oh, how much guilt is she going to be feeling right now? Um, but you know what? She turned it around. She turned it around. She came back on. Joe put trust in her to, to bring her back on and, you know, came in um, and scored the scored a goal. So fair play to Pesk. She bounced back, even if it was off the side of her face. Yes, Not the cleanest yeah. of finishes. I've seen nicer goals, but they all count.
0: Yeah, indeed. And we'll get into both of our goals in a minute. Um, but I just want to sort of rewind back to, to, the, to the first half and at half time. And I will admit, I wouldn't say I wasn't happy, but I was just like, oh, I was like, no, I don't want this to be the day where you're freezing your butt off. My gloves are on the coach. Um, I'm tired and it's nil nil. But as we said, we did have some chances um, and some clear cut chances, which we didn't have against Pompey. Um, you know, Laugh had a really good chance, should be scoring there. Um, Fred Godfrey, of course, coming and starting. I think for the first time for a while, um, she had a, a few chances herself. So, um, Peska had a chance as well, and had a few chances as well. Mm, yeah. but, but I was just, I was just, I was just pleased that we were actually getting some chances. And you know, their keeper made some good saves. We we're doing some good deliveries. Megan Waring as well, sort of rising highest. Like to see that one of our defenders rising highest and getting the header. I uh, thought she had a good game. But yeah, for me, I was just sort of just so pleased that there were just chances from us in the game.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's been a big focus for us. Big focus. I actually thought um we were going to score from a corner in the first half because the, the balls that get on the most part were really good balls in. And it is a matter of time before Megan Waring scores a bullet he- header. Yeah. And I think she, once she gets one, I think I'm I'm seeing four four or five a season, I reckon. That's that's my prediction once she gets one. Um, but I'm sure it'll come at some point. I can see her fuming every time. She <laughs> sprints back and she yeah. sprints back. And nice. um, she's fuming. She's like, oh, I can't get it on target. But it'll come. But like you said, nice to see some more clear cut chances. Um, I think also the mix-up in, I know we like our style of football is very much playing certain patterns and playing in certain areas of the pitch to pull pull the opposition into certain areas to then exploit others, but actually some directness from the back, um, which was definitely notable from the centre-backs in particular, playing balls over the top, and then whether it's Anna or another runner getting in behind, I thought that was really effective, actually. Um, And what it means is that you play a few of those over the top and their defence starts to drop off a little bit, and then it opens up gaps in the midfield for players like Pesk or Tash if she wants to drop in, or E.K. or Kyra to then get on the ball, so it, it's more effective than I think we realise, and uh that was nice to see also.
0: It was indeed. Although we, we were offside a few times, I was like, "No!" Yes. I was there like, "Come on!" Yeah. yeah, but but to be fair, London Bees were had, had a very high line, and I think yeah. it just it just you know it just happens. And uh but yeah, good to see in the first half a few chances, but yeah, goalless as you said going into half time. Then, of course, we really spoke about the Pesk at Simbin. And yeah, you know, against the run of play, London B scored. And yeah, as you said, it, it felt a bit, oh God, here we go. One nil down. But there was still, you know, half an hour to play. Um, so I was never concerned like, mm, this is going to just be a one nil game. I always felt, you know, we we're creating chances. We're going to score one of them at some point. Hopefully a Megan Ware and bullet header. Unfortunately, that is coming soon. Maybe maybe this weekend. We never know. Um, I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it indeed. Yeah, the winner. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling sort of when they won one nil up and he's like, okay, London Bees are a better side than we I don't think we ever underestimate any team. I think any team can win any team uh, any team can win um, against any team in this division. But I just felt, oh god. 1-0 here, but um, it's just against a run of play unfortunately.
1: I think it's cuz historically we're, we're not great at at bouncing back from going behind so uh sort of naturally it hits you a little bit where you're like oh I'm not sure I'm not sure we like this especially against the runner play um but I think that was the big takeaway from yesterday that actually we weren't one or down we were we were with 10 players and you know what we bounced back that was that was my big takeaway uh it wasn't the missed chances or whatever it was our character to come back, and even though it is a team low down, I think that's probably one of their best performances in a while. Um, is what I've is what I've heard. Um, so yeah, t- I really yeah, like you said, we didn't underestimate them, but they they really showed up on the day. So I think it's a it's a bigger win than we realise. Actually, um, that's my reflections of the day after. Uh, but we'll talk. I'm sure we'll talk through the goals now.
0: Yes, we shall. Yeah, very important three points. Um, Yeah, Tasha's goal. Good to see her back on the score sheet. Um, Her 10th of the season, you know, good finish, great ball from Anna and overall good performance from Tash. I thought she held up the ball really well, got in really good positions. Um, But yeah, very good finish, just being alert in the box. And she had a few chances before that, but she was there being alert and yeah, great performance all around from her.
1: Yeah, she definitely covered some ground. (laughs) I saw saw her sprinting, pressing... Um, but yeah, great ball by Anna. The pace on it was perfect. Um, and Tash, although it's a, it is a tap in, but it's a difficult tap in, I think, especially the pace the ball's coming at, um, a lot harder than it looks. It's, that's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give her that credit. It's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah. Um, and then the reaction from that goal. I don't know whether you saw it, Ross, whether you're too busy trying to get the perfect shot. But everyone grabs the ball, sprints back. And I think from that moment, I'm like, yeah, we're going to win this game. And I think speaking to the players after you're on the pitch, they all knew in that moment that they were like, yeah, yeah we're going to win this game. Um, so that's how important momentum is in football and that uh, belief that you're going to win. Because a game of football changes so quick, doesn't it? So quickly.
0: Yeah, it does. Um, Tash did actually apologise um, on the coach on the way home. To sort of say, yeah, sorry that I didn't celebrate. And I was like, don't worry about it. It was an equaliser. I wasn't expecting a celebration. I, you know, I think it was Basil who picked up the ball and she ran with her. And I think Pescott was there as well. And, you know, I don't mind, you know, it's an equaliser. And as you said, I think the word we can use is boyd. I think it's buoyed. Is, is that the phrase you say when someone the team is buoyed after scoring? I, I'm, that's probably wrong. I think I read that. I read that on Kieran's... Match report, he said, like, town... Yeah, no, I know, I get what you mean, I like get what you mean, like a
1: boy you find in the sea which floats.
0: Yeah, or, or, yeah, Oh, like well,
1: yeah, yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's what I read about. from his...
0: Yeah, that's what I've seen in his report, you know, that itchish town women were boyed after... Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. God, he's been reading Thesaurus, I reckon. He's run he out of words to describe it. So.
0: Yeah, but I just thought, yeah, they were boyds, and then that's why we got the second goal, because we had that momentum. Um... And let's talk about Peskett's goal. Uh, probably not, she's happy she scored, but probably not the goal she was hoping to score for her first goal since her return. You know, a scramble, but a goal is a goal. It hits her cheek, a nose or a jaw, or it hits her face and it goes in. But um, sometimes we just need that, don't we? I think we don't get that often. A bit of luck where it hits anybody's body part and just goes in. We just need that sometimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think we deserved it on the most part of the, the chances we created um, but it was kind of like she'd scored, and I'd seen that she'd scored. But everyone ran to laugh because I think yeah. they thought it was some yeah. own goal and it'd been deflection, and it was laughs corner. Um, and Pesk was sort of running like, "Where is everyone? Yeah. Um, just scored! Uh, Where are you going? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I've just scored first first goal back from injury. Um, yeah. I'm sure she pictured it slightly better in her head, but a, a really important goal. Really important goal.
0: Yeah, very important. And I think for me as well, as a photographer, I was trying to just, I always sort of know if if it's a corner, I always know they're going to probably go and celebrate with the corner taker. But for some reason, I felt it was like Tash or Pesca, they're both in there. And I thought one of them scored. So I was trying to focus on that. But then I had a feeling like, I don't know, I had more feeling that like Pesca may have scored. It. So I got a picture of her and Cara sort of celebrating. Then I then went, where's that one going? They all went to laugh. Like, yeah. celebration pick is now ruined. Uh, but it's all about me. It's just, it's just when celebrations come into play. That's when I'm like, oh, can't be able to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm sure she was hoping for a nice like finish and a nice knee slide in front of me. But it wasn't the case. But an important goal. And I want to bring up Blue, in the first half, she actually went down. And I was like, Oh, what's going on here? Um, but I think everything was fine. I think it's just one of those moments. Because this pitch... It was called a 5G pitch. I'm getting confused now. It's 3G pitches, it's 4G pitches, there's 5G pitches. Of course, internet, there's 3G, 4G, 5G. But what's the difference with a 5G? Is it just... Do you know any, any more on this? I'm, I'm lost.
1: Not a clue. Not yeah. a clue. Newer, maybe. I, I I don't know. It didn't have that many black bits on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it. It's. Yeah, do you know honestly.
0: what? This is weird. I didn't smell it, but you can just you know because I was sitting down. I did, I forgot my stool on the coach as well when I just didn't bother it out the second half. But it smelled more like you know grass, like proper uh, you know grass on you know pitch grass. Um. So maybe that's I don't know. Uh, I don't know where. I it mean, goes.
1: The main thing was that it was flat and it wasn't yes. windy. Yes. Because it was like because it was lower than everything around it, yeah. and obviously we had the lovely train coming past every yes. now and then. That's nice. Yeah. Um. And we forgot to mention actually the warm-up. So yes. next to next to if you were if you didn't head to um London Bees, so they've got these, they've got the hive, obviously, the stadium, which we couldn't we couldn't play on because it was too short notice. But then they've got these three uh sorry, 5G pitches. Yeah. And um next to those 5G pitches, they've got loads of five aside. So there's some boys playing on uh, the pitch we played our game on before. So we had to warm up on these five-a-side pitches. And it just it just made me think, oh, I'd I love five-a-side. Yeah. I'd do anything to play five-a-side right now. Yeah. It's such a good game. Um, I know you're, you know, I know that's your thing now, Ross. You are a pro five-a-side player. That's what I've heard.
0: Yeah, I'm well, not too bad. Um, I do, as I say, I do get a stitch very, very quick. So um, I do go in goal. But um, yeah, it's it's great fun five side. So. If, if yeah. you don't ever play five side, so, it's just great fun for your fitness and just a bit of fun. But yeah, well, I will admit when I when I sort of came out, just I always like to get some warm up shots. And when I saw all the girls in the in the cage, the
1: cage,
0: I, I was, <laughs> basically, I was went, yeah, going back on the coach. I'm, I'm not taking. That. <laughs> just that's ridiculous. but that's the situation we're in and um they did eventually of course go on to the main pitch and sort of do the final bit of drills um because yeah you want to do some shooting drills and you want to do some more on the ball work because in the five side pitch there's not much room for to run about maybe just some stretching and stuff yeah uh, but to be fair though it's not not a bad little setup there no, that was
1: nice really nice
0: um like where you can get food There's a starbucks there and there's you know like a like good cafe bit there as well and there's loads of TVs About there's TVs outside so you know the there was games on you know the arsenal um, may not a game was on there before we we're leaving um but yeah nice little setup but um yeah if anybody knows about 5G pitches let us know because what's the difference it's just they're just making it up now but um yeah we want a bad little setup there so um well done to them um i think we are just now gone down a very a hole how was it yeah. um,
1: actually i've got a point yeah. um i thought the support was great yes loud yeah, um i thought it was extra loud actually given the game was organized at a late date i think it was what yeah. five days notice yeah um there was a there was a lot of ipswich town uh fans there flags were out of course and they made some noise which was was really good to hear it does make a difference noise does really make a difference and I'm hoping that's something that um, the fans will bring in for this Sunday big game this Sunday
0: yeah big game this Sunday indeed Um, just final reflections Blue on on the win you know up to thirds we're actually on joint points with Pompey who who beat us twice this year Um, but we've got the same points same wins, draws and defeats uh, both on 22 we are five points away from Oxford uh, who are haven't been beaten yet. Someone please beat Oxford um, before we, of course, hopefully beat them when we play them. But, um, but yeah, it's it's not bad if you look on it. It's You know, it's still a lot of, you know, we are now chasing, the, the, you know, the teams. But to have the same amount of points as Pompey, the same amount of games played, it's not too bad overall.
1: Yeah, it did surprise me, actually. Um, so that's that's a decent position. You've obviously got Watford in fourth. You've got a couple of games in hand. Yeah. Um, So if they win both of those, we'll we'll go above us. But we are chasing and we're relying on a bit of luck, perhaps. I don't think Oxford are going to get beaten at home. So I'm hoping some away game they have an absolute shocker and and someone comes up and beats them. Um, But yeah, we'll focus on ourselves for now. Um, I think it'll be nice to have an FA Cup break um, and then get back to the league. But we've got to focus on ourselves because a a lot of it's out of our control um, now, given the... The sort of results we've had so yeah we'll focus on on that and see where we are you know a few games towards the end of the season I think that's all we can do
0: Indeed great words there as always um, and one thing as well it was good to see that we, we saw the game out as well and you know London Londonby there's a scare at the end where the uh, ball came across you know the box and I was like oh god here we go but no good character to get the win important three points and it sort of makes us prepared, ready for this weekend because it's a, it's a big game in the FA Cup, um, a competition we love, of course. Uh, the fourth round of the competition uh, is actually weird to have both Itchy Town sides in the same round of the FA Cup because the men, are, of course, also playing Burnley on Saturday in the fourth round. Their, their record in the FA Cup is not great, but we're both playing on the same weekend in the fourth round of the competition, which is great. Both playing championship sides, of course, we're playing Lewis at the AJ Arena, which has been a long while since we've been there, since November. So it's nice to be home, have some home comforts, go into the sweet shop and just, you know, just travel down the road. Um, but let's talk about Lewis and Blue. Um, as I said, the championship side, um, sixth in the table as it stands, four wins, four draws, two defeats um, on a pretty good run of form. Um, what's your thoughts on them overall? What you reacted to the draw when it did happen um, a few, I think a month well, was last, last year, actually, in 2022. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's a good little challenge for us.
1: It'll be really interesting to see the level we're at compared to where where they're at. Um, I'm intrigued to see the team they put out whether they go full strength as they would in as a normal league game or whether they switch up slightly because it's an FA Cup against lower opposition. Um, I think if they'd done their homework, um maybe they wouldn't go too weak because you never know what we can do in the FA Cup in particular. So uh, I, to gauge that, the gap perhaps between us and the championship will be really good to see, especially as they are a mid-table, solid championship team. No doubt they're going to have good quality. Um, but yeah, anything can happen at So can't it? So we will see. We will see, Ross.
0: Yeah. And um, should I say this? Like, I'm just hoping the weather's fine. I'm See, this is my
1: worry. This was my worry. I was like, "Well, it is freezing right now. Yes. It is the ADL Arena? It doesn't currently have underfloor heating, and I don't think they're going to install that in time for Sunday. So, no. so um, but apparently yeah. temperatures are meant to rise yes. slightly to about eight degrees or something like that. Yeah. Um, so we should be all right. Should be all good to go.
0: Um, that's my only fear. But of course, you know, the FA Cup, it, it can get rearranged quickly, but. Hopefully this weekend we have got a game. Uh, 2 p.m. kickoff. Championship side, Lewis. Um, quickly talk blue about um, Lewis's side quickly because um, you know it's nice for us because last year, we, of course, we played West Ham. Great day um, against Super League team, but I think we always wanted that little test to play against Championship team because that is the the ambition is to play in Championship football. First of all, before we get to Super League, of course, but. I think we would want, we wanted a championship side in the draw, but we didn't get it. We got a Super League. So, you know, that's great. That's good, of course. But it's a nice little test. Uh, Is there any players we should look out for? I sort of made you do some research quickly on some players, but uh, just name drop a few that you think maybe look out for for the weekend for for town fans.
1: Yeah. So they've got a midfielder called uh, Amelia Hazard, which I think Bonnie actually crossed path with um, at her time in London Bees. Um, So I think she'll be. She'll be in the midfield, um, but, you know, Bonnie knows her as a player, so hopefully that'll be a strength for us. Um, I've seen they've recently signed Charlotte Wardlaw on loan from Chelsea. So Chelsea youngster, he's previously been at Liverpool on loan. Um, She had a great season last season, Uh, sort of a midfielder, but been playing at right back. So whether she'll play as she's new into into the team, Um, but yeah, that's, that's my sort of knowledge on that. I know there was a striker that you, you had looked at.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amelia Croft. No, Emily Croft. I don't know where I've got Amelia from, but uh, Emily Emily Croft, who, um, he's played in Germany. She's born in Germany. She's, she's a young forward, 20 years of age, um, signed for Lewis this year, but yeah, he's played in Germany, um, for Frankfurt, the second team, but he's currently cap, well, he's had one cap for the Republic Islands. So, she changed her um, nationality, or whatever it's called. What's the Thing called.
1: Yeah, that, that sounds
0: right. I think that sounds right. I think it's nationality. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think we'll there is a proper, there, we'll is, there is a proper.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a proper word, like a footballing word for it, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, I, um, I think she'll probably be like. She's sadly, um, I've just done some research again. She she did her crew shirt. She's done it twice. Oh. She's done it oh. twice. So for her to bounce back, you know, she's a young girl as well. Only twenty, so her to do it twice and um, wow. you know, come back from it, and she's she's played a few times this season. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be good to see if she plays this weekend. So, but yeah, yeah she's just great to play against New Zealand. So we've never played against Lewis before. Uh, we've never crossed against them, um, and they've got a road like their their club have got a good ethos, have not they? Because I think they pay both the men and the women's team um, the same, which is good.
1: Yeah, I remember that coming out. Uh, maybe it was it was it a couple of seasons ago. And they made a big statement point about it, and I was like, you know, what? That's the first time I've I've seen something something of that sort. Um, And I think whenever Lewis is mentioned to me, I always think of that point that they're very much about equality. And yeah, I think it's a really strong club ethos, and it's it's braves to go out there. Um, So fair play to the owners and the the people above who have invested in them and seen that what potentially the women's game could grow into. And I kind of hope it's... It, well, I mean, it has been successful for them. They're currently sitting in middle of the championship. Um, so it's, it's good to see clubs like that get rewarded for that. Um, but we are looking to beat you on Sunday, so I'm not going too happy.
0: No, definitely not. And I've just done a research <laughs> on their manager, Scott Booth. Um, he's played a lot of football like himself. He's over 300 appearances. He's played for Aberdeen, played for Dortmund, played for FC20, and... Oh. Um, Won 22 caps of Scotland. Um, so he's he's been around the block as as a player now. He's, of course, coaching. He was at Glasgow City, he was at Birmingham City as well. Don't know, I should have maybe done ask Joe if he knows him. Maybe he does know him. Um, we'll we'll find out what we can ask. Charlie might know him,
1: Birmingham. That's what I meant. That's what I meant.
0: That's what I meant. I don't know why I said Joe. I think I just had Joe in my mind. Um, always thinking of you, Joe. Always thinking of you, my friend. (laughs) Um, but yeah, maybe Charlie knows him. But um, but yeah, it's always interesting to see you know sort of managers who have had you know a playing career as well, um, and that is a good resume. on Scott Booth. Um, so it'll be interesting how he will be in the dugout. Um, but yeah, big game, Blue. Uh, how are you feeling going into it? It's, as I said, it's just going to be nice to be back at AJ Arena, um, back home. I'm sure fans are looking forward to it as well as as it is a FA Cup double header. Hopefully, fans will go to Saturday, go on Sunday. Yeah, give us some info that, that you know.
1: Yeah, I, I, to be honest, we'd we been so focused on London Bees that actually it probably not until that game has been out of the way that we've now sort of settled in like, oh, it's a FA fake up week now. Um, so we've got a few training sessions this week, so we'll be full focus on that. Um, and I love a FA fake up build up um, in training because you'll have a meeting or whatever and this is what this could do for us. This is what the draw could look like for us. And it's almost like a one hit, you've got 90 minutes. And if you can't do it in 90, you've got more and then pens maybe. Um, It's just such such a nice, I don't know, it's it's almost like instead of being in the league, you have to play 20 games or whatever to get a reward. It's sort of an instant reward. So I think that's quite, it hits players quite well. But I love it. There's there's always a bit of excitement around the training ground in training. And, um, you know, we'll all be thinking, oh, can I score the winning goal against the championship side? I think that helps as well when you're playing against a team which you should get beaten by, really. Um, that underdog mentality, I think, can be very, very dangerous. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm not even playing. I'm excited.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be a very good day. And yeah, good challenge for all the players taking on our championship team, some championship players who, some of them have been former internationals or could be internationals now, or maybe young internationals. Um, but yeah, it should be a good afternoon at the AJ Arena. If you can go, go and support the girls. They always appreciate down, it, as man. always. Come yeah, 2pm kickoff. Uh, bring it on. Um Hope you've enjoyed this um, very snappy, but always great podcast, Kings of Anglia, Track the Girls Talk podcast. Um, Blue, I'll let you take it away. Thanks for joining me as ever. Take it away.
1: Big thanks to our sponsors, John Fowler Solicitors. Um, It's been nice to just have you and me, actually, Ross, for a change. It's nice to go back to the old days. But um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Sunday at the AJL Arena, 2 p.m., FA Cup fourth round against Lewis. Come support us and be loud, please. Have a good one.